Welcome to Fountain of Life Worship Center's podcast. We're glad you're here with us today. Today you will hear a message previously recorded from our pastor, youth pastor, or a guest speaker. Join us as we know God, grow in God, and go with God today. Let's jump into the message. We're going to do something a, a little bit different today than we typically do. I want to go ahead and read our scripture, and then Ms. Selena is going to lead us in one more song. But I want us to look at Psalm 36. Your unfailing love, O Lord, is as vast as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches beyond the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains. Your justice like the ocean deep. You care for people and animals alike. Oh Lord, how precious is your unfailing love, oh God. All humanity finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. God, I thank you again for this day. God, and I think that word love, we, we don't even grasp the depth of your love. Our minds can't comprehend what your love truly is to us and what it means to us. Our minds cannot understand the depth, the width. The, this, the, your, your love is so amazing. And my mind can't fathom that while I was yet a sinner, you died and loved me that much. My mind can't wrap around the fact that that, that you loved me so much that you would send your son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross. No greater love than a man lay down his life for a friend. My mind does not wrap around that love. Webster cannot define that love. But God, today, there are people under the sound of my voice who are struggling with the word love. And I'm asking you today to let them know that you love them. And your love is unfailing. It's never ending. God, to the depths of hell, you said your love's there. To the highest of mountains, your love's there. We can't escape it. All we can do is reject it. All we can do is reject it or accept it. And today, God, I'm asking that we accept your unfailing love. God, I thank you today. I praise you today. Right now, Lord, I, be, I, I just ask that you begin to, to allow hindrances. As we get ready to break the word, God, I want it to speak to hearts this morning. There are people that need to feel your love in this place. So right now, every hindrance has to leave. Every distraction has to leave. God, we're focused on you and you alone this morning. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise right now in Jesus' name. Amen.
But before I leave Go tell the world about me I was dead but now I live I've got to go now for a little while The goodbye is not the end Don't forget the things that I taught you I conquered death and I hold the keys where I go you will go to someday but there's much to do here before you leave so go tell the world about me I was dead but now I live I've gotta go now for a little while the goodbye is not the end of the journey the end of the road my spirit I'll make you this promise I'll come back again But until then Go tell the world about me I was dead but now I live Oh, I've got to go now for a Goodbye is not the end oh, 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 go tell them about me I've got to go for a little while But goodbye is not the seated. Thank you to this praise team and our ushers and greeters, our parkers. Today's been a busy day, and but you all are a good-looking group of people today, and I'm glad you're here. And again, I want to read that verse one more time. Your unfailing love, O Lord, is a vast as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches beyond the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains. Your justice like the oceans deep. You care for people and animals alike, O oh Lord. How precious is your unfailing love. O oh God, all humanity finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. I want to talk about that unfailing love just for a moment, and I promise you I'm not going to keep you long. But our world throws that word love a thousand different ways. 
But many of us have no idea what the word really means. And I want to challenge us today to a greater understanding of the Father's love. And I want you to know this morning that the Father's love can transform your life and every single relationship that you are in this morning because the entire message of Christmas, Chipper, the entire message of Easter, creation, God, life, Jesus Christ, the cross, it all can be summed up in one word, and that is L-O-V-E, love. 100% pure, authentic love. That is the only thing that could have caused him to go to a cross for us, that he loved us that much this morning. So while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Greater love hath no man than he laid down his life. They, my mind can't grasp that. I mean, he laid down his life for us because he loved us so much. Our world is confused of what love really is. We love our dog, we love our cat, we love our pepperoni pizza, we love our movie, we love our ice cream, we, we, we I mean, and, and then we turn to our family members and say, I love you. Sure, I love you like pizza. Sure, I love you like brownies. I love you like my dog Bella and Stormy and my cat Skittles. No wonder Talena and Isaiah and Riley don't feel special. <laughs> love has lost its meaning. Love has lost its value in our world today. I compare my family to pizza and animals. Come on now. We say we love everything. But do we even know what love is? Foreigner will tell you. They want to know what love is. Tina Turner sums up the attitude of the world about love when she says, what's love got to do with it? According to Tina Turner, love is just a secondhand emotion. It has no value. And if you're under 40... You'll have to forgive my reference because you probably have no idea who Foreigner or Tina Turner is. And we'll pray for you because your music's horrible. Amen. Connie, would you bring that slide up about love? There's four kinds of love. There's Eros love which is a sexual type of love. There's storage of love, which is showing affection to one another. There's philia love, which is where we get Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. It's that friendship kind of love. And then there's agape love. And this is the love that our mind cannot grasp because agape love is the God kind of love. Agape love is an unconditional love. It loves regardless if you love back. It's the highest form of love there is. Love is the key to the existence of our entire universe, Happy. Take love out of the picture and this world goes into complete chaos. I don't care who you are in this room today. You have one thing that you want and that's to be loved. 
Every one of us, we want to be loved. It shows we will do anything to find value in, for, for people to find value in us. We will do anything just for somebody to say, I love you. There is an imitation love. You see, imi imitation, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. You know, uh, we can go buy those imitation uh, coach purses. They're just not the same. You stuff them full like my wife does, and the handles break after just a few weeks. Talena, I say, what all do you have in there? And she's like, I've got yours of this, yours and yours and yours, Isaiah's, 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 Riley's, 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 and like two things in mine. She's, I'm like, you've got that big backpack, we're going to throw stuff in there. We see people all the time trying to sell fake Rolexes. Some people will spend a fortune, Ellis, to win fake beats. Just throw that out there again. For those of you that want to know that story, you'll have to ask him. But Ellis likes putting money into a machine that you can't win. And the same thing that he was trying to win, he could have went to the flea market and got for $9.99, but he kept trying. 20 bucks later, he still has no generic beats. They look the same. They feel the same. They got the exact same emblem. But don't be fooled, they're not the same. Has anybody ever bought generic? What happens? We end up disappointed. And then you get what you paid for. And the reason we have so many people who are having a hard time with the concept of love is we have never invested in the authentic. And what happens is, is because we've never, never invested in the authentic love of God, we end up always disappointed because we're looking for that love in all the wrong places. Most people do not even understand what genuine love is. Unfailing love. 1 John 4, verse 7 and 8 says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. However, whoever, excuse me, does not love, does not know God, because God is love. my super soaker out today. Jacob, I need you to come up here. Dylan lied and told me he was going to be in here and he's outside high neck somewhere. What do you think is going to happen if I pull this trigger? Linda Mashonsky's like, I'm getting ready to get baptized. That's what, that's what her face looks like. Why are you going to get wet? There's water. You're good.
You get wet. You want me to tell you why you get wet? Because you cannot separate water from wet. Jacob will tell you I'm correct. I am. You cannot separate water from wet. You cannot separate the two. Chipper, if you find water, you're going to find wet. The same is true with God. When you get God, you get love. You can't separate the two. If God is love, he can't be anything else that people says he is. God is love. 1 John 4, 9. This is how God showed us his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Again, I just struggle with the fact that we, we, we cannot completely understand and fathom the love of God. God's love is, it, it is just a word that we've tossed around. And, and again, my mind, I don't get it. Because I'm the person that loves my wife like I love pizza. I love my wife like I love Bella. I love my kids like I do Skittles. We just toss a word out. And we and it's just become a word. There's no meaning to the word anymore, Chipper. It is amazing to me where we are with that word and how we have just kind of tossed it around and it has no value. First Corinthians says... It kind of gives us that clear picture of what unfailing love is. It says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. I just turned my wife on and getting messages now. But love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Now, Connie, leave that slide up just for a moment because if God is love, then let's read it this way. God is patient. God is kind. God does not envy. God does not boast. God is not proud. God is not rude. God is not self-seeking. God is not easily angered. God keeps no record of wrongs. God does not light in evil but rejoices with truth. God always protects. God always trusts. God always hopes. God always perseveres. God never fails. Unfailing love. It's based upon the giver, not the receiver. You see, God asks you for nothing. Arvel, he just loves you. He willingly just gives his love, expecting nothing in return. Some people say, well, once I get my life all turned around, and I'm going to come back to God. You can't do it. You cannot do it. You can't earn it. You can't buy it. Guess what? You don't even deserve it. And he still loves you. 
God's love is available for every person in this room. God's love is only available, though, through grace. Grace is defined as unmerited, undeserved, and unearned favor. Stop trying to make yourself clean. Stop being that person that says, well, once I get this straightened up and that straightened up, you can't get yourself straightened up. You got yourself in the messes. You can't clean yourself up. Understand that. Stop trying to make your, uh, yourself clean. Unfailing love. It's a decision. It's not a feeling. It's not an emotion. And it's not something we fall into. If God functioned like the, like the world functions on the level of love, he would have thrown us all in the fiery furnace. I'm always amused at people that say, man, I fell in love last night. Whoops, I fell into love. Oh, wow, I think I fell in love. It's all over me. I'm stuck in it. Now move forward in life with that individual that you fell in love with. You're going to have a huge awakening the morning after your honeymoon. When the makeup's gone, her hair's a hot mess, green fog coming out of her mouth. You don't feel any love. And the feeling's mutual. They think the same about us. So they look at us men and they see drool and like, y'all, just what in the world did I do? You fell in love. Those, those moments you don't feel in love. Those are the moments that you love them and you embrace them because you made a decision to love them. It's not something you fell into. You see, those of us who believe that we can fall into love, Chipper, we also have to believe that we can fall out of love. That's the problem with marriage in America. We fall into lust and not into love. And then when the, the green fog and the messy hair... And man, you don't look like you did when I married you 20 years ago. Some of y'all ain't even, like, I ain't even touching that. <laughs> because we've tossed a word around that we have no clue what it means. I love you. Unfailing love, agape love, it gives unconditionally and happy it expects nothing in return. John 3, 16, 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. There's no gimmicks. There's no hooks. There's no bait. There's no switch with God. He literally just gives unconditionally, and there's no strings attached. And here's the key. And this is what 
Some of you have to make the decision today. You're either going to have the option to accept it or reject it. And here's the amazing thing to me, Larry. Even the people that are here today that walks out of this room that chooses to reject the love of God, He still loves them. Unfailing love. It's aggressive. It's outward focused. The world has a response of love that says, Chipper, if you love me, then I'll love you. The God kind of love, it's not a selfish love. It doesn't wait on other people to love. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's what's amazing to me about Christ's love. It's aggressive. He put, I mean, it always puts emphasis on helping other people. Matthew chapter 5. You have heard that it is said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your brothers, what are you doing more than others? Do not even the pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. 1 John 3, 16. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. Yesterday, we got to go out and love on our community just a, uh, just a little bit, but it was so contagious. And that's what unfailing love is. It's contagious. 1 John 4, 7 says, Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. You see, when we spend time with God, you can't help but love other people. When we spend time with God, when we're touched by God's love, it will impact every area of our life, and it will spill over onto other people. They will feel that love because guess what? Unfailing love, it breeds life. Genesis 2, 7, The Lord formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Real life is found in pure, authentic love. The love that comes from God. I want to take this bread tie. Look at him. He comes in now. Come here. I'm joking. I'm joking. I want to take this thing and I'm going to start wrapping this bread tie around my finger. I'll leave this on for a little while. Well, in just a minute, my finger's going to be purple. It's already red. And then after purple, it's probably going to start turning a little bit gray. Why is that? I've cut off the flow of blood to my finger. You see, blood, happy, is the lifeline of nourishment. Blood is the lifeline of strength to all parts of our body. 
what blood is to the body, David. God's love is to life and relationships. When you cut off God from your life, your life deteriorates. When you cut off love from within family and friends and marriage and relationships, all that stuff starts to deteriorate and die. But good news, like my finger really is turning gray. But here's the good news. The moment that I allow blood and love to start flowing again, it restores. Connie, will you put that photo up? This is what most of my plants look like. But plants wither and die without S-U-N. Air lives look like that without S-O-N. Unfailing love is only accessible through a relationship with our Heavenly Father. And I've got a video that I want Miss Connie to begin to play. And I want us just for a moment... Jesse, if you'll turn that up, I want us to pay attention to this video. It's, it's about four or five minutes long, but it's very powerful. And I want you just to listen to what it says. as the sand on the seashore. 
and I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you, for you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul, and I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Delight in me, and I will give you the desires of your heart, for it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine, for I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are broken-hearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day, I will wipe away every tear from your eyes, and I'll take away all the pain you have suffered on this earth. I am your father, and I love you even as I love my son Jesus. For in Jesus, my love for you is revealed. He is the exact representation of my being. He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you, and to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I loved that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my Son Jesus, you receive me. Nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home, and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father, and will always be father. My question is: Will you be my child? I am waiting for you. Some of you this morning, he's waiting on you. He's ready to become dad. And the question that all of us must face today is simply this. How will we respond to God's unfailing love for us? Jesus said in Revelation 3.20, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. Today, will you invite and allow God to permeate your life with his love? Until your love, your life has been touched with the love of God, by the author and the creator of love you're always going to feel short you're always going to feel empty and I close with this today and it's the same way that I closed last week I stand behind this podium today and I know that God does not want anyone to perish I know that he wants me to preach the gospel and he wants it to hit the hearts of people. 
But I'm also aware today that nobody can come to Jesus unless God draws him. I never stand behind this podium and dare think that in my strength that I'm leading people to Jesus. Instead, I get behind this podium week in, week out, and I humble myself and I rely completely on the power and the goodness of Jesus Christ. And that's what I'm doing today. I'm relying completely on the power and the goodness of Jesus Christ to, br to bring people to himself today. I've asked a few people to come up and, and stand, and if you would, I want you to come. and Miss Angie, I don't know where you're at, but I'd like for you to come as well. But I'm wondering, how many of you have never formally invited God to be merciful to you? God wants to show you His love today. And I'm guessing that there are people in this room who could possibly want to do that for the first time today. And it might surprise you to know that God has been waiting all your life for you to ask Him. He's been waiting all your life for you to ask Him to be merciful. He's been waiting all your life for you to ask to be in a relationship with Him. That's what we celebrate today. This is why Jesus came. He died and we celebrate this week. Good Friday. Today, Celebration Sunday. He's risen. All because He died a death to pay the price for your sins and mine. So, that if we would only ask, He would be merciful to us. And show us his unfailing love. Here in just a moment, I'm going to ask everyone to close their eyes so you can have a private moment. But first, I want you to look up on the screen. Connie's going to put a prayer up there. And I'm going to invite you to pray that prayer with me. And here in just a moment, she's going to leave it there. You can pray it quietly. You can repeat after me. You can say it in your heart. But it says, Lord Jesus, I want to experience your mercy today. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. I admit I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. And I'm inviting you to be mine right now. Come into my life. Forgive my sin. Live in me as leader from now on. I believe you are a God who is rich in mercy. Now I want everybody to bow their heads. I'm going to pray this prayer. And I want you to pray it with me. I believe God is wanting to show. Some of you feel the love right now. Some of you feel the love of God right now. You've never felt this love before.
you would repeat after me. Those, listen, I want you to say it earnestly. I want you to mean it. It's sincere. If, 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 you know, again, we have a decision before us. God is showing us love and we can accept it or reject it. But this is a moment that God's been waiting on all your life for you to come into a relationship with Him. And if you're ready to do that, I want you to repeat this after me. Lord Jesus, I want to experience your mercy today. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay for my sins. I admit I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I'm inviting you to be mine right now. Come into my life. Forgive my sin. Live in me as leader. I believe you are a God who is rich in mercy. Selena's so getting ready to start singing this song. And I don't want anybody looking around, all heads bowed, eyes closed. Who prayed that prayer for the first time this morning in a minute? Would you just raise your hand? I see that hand. Anyone else? You prayed that prayer this morning and you meant it. For the first time, I see that hand. As Talena gets ready to sing this song, those of you that prayed this morning or still want to pray, there are some people at the altar that's waiting on you. But if you prayed that prayer, I want to rejoice with you just for a moment. I don't want to embarrass you, but if, if you would just step out because we want, to, we want to celebrate with you. And I just want to say in a concluding prayer that we thank God for those who prayed that prayer and that came into a new faith with Jesus Christ. We're asking for mercy for everyone in this room. In Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, as Selena begins to sing this song, I want you to come up and I want you to just allow these ladies or these men to pray with you right now if you would come on maybe you didn't pray that prayer and you want to come church pray right now again the enemy would love nothing more than to distract this moment church be in prayer God is tugging at hearts right now. He's, some people's already prayed that prayer this morning. to believe I have faith that you will do greater things it's my time to go but before I leave go tell the world about me I was dead but now I Go now for a little 
is not the end Don't forget the things that I taught you I conquered death and I hold the key Come on, somebody's got to be first Where I go, you will go to But there's much to do here before you leave. So go tell the world about me. There's more. There's a celebration. I was dead, but now I Thanks for listening with us today. We hope that you have been challenged, inspired, or God has changed you somehow or in some way by what you have heard. 
If you would like to learn more about Fountain of Life Worship Center, find us at our website at folwc.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash folwc, or in person. If you have a prayer request that you would like us to join in praying with you, please head to our prayer page at folwc.com slash prayer and click the image that reads prayer request. If you'd like to support this ministry, you can go to our website, folwc.com, and click give at the top of the page. Join us every Thursday for a new podcast. Hit subscribe on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast to keep up with our most recent podcast episode. Have a great day, and God bless you all.